0: Tonight, God's Word comes to us from Psalm 30, Psalm 30, and we'll be reading the 12 verses of this chapter. Psalm 30, beginning at verse 1, what we hear now is God's Word. I will extol you, O Lord. For you have drawn me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. You have restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cry. And to the Lord I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Here we end the reading of God's holy word. Well, Tonight, as we continue our series in the book of Psalms, we are coming tonight to the third of the three main types of psalms in the Psalter. Remember we talked about psalms of orientation, psalms of disorientation, and tonight a psalm of reorientation, or to use the psalms categories, we talk about hymns and laments and songs of thanksgiving. Tonight we look at the song of thanksgiving. And in many ways, this is the answer or the continuation to the lament from last week. Last week we talked about crying out to God for rescue, that the laments give us a voice in our anguish. Now tonight we have a voice given to us when God hears us, when He does exactly what we have asked Him to do. In many ways, Psalm 30 answers the concerns of Psalm 13 that we looked at last week. The thanksgiving refers back to the lament. Maybe you want to even just put a little bookmark in Psalm 13. We'll be referring there a couple times tonight. I call this a song of thanksgiving, but um, really that word thanksgiving is too weak of a word. Um, we, We are often very glib with our thanks. We're very casual and, and even light with our thanks. The, the, word, the word is the word uh, todah. It's the Hebrew word, the word todah. Now we translate toda as thanks, but it's more than just thanks Thanks for that. Toda is a confession and it is a commitment. A confession of who God is, a confession of what God has done, and our commitment to respond to Him. Because of what he has done. Todah, this word for thanks, uh, is never used for thanksgiving between two people. It is only used for thanksgiving between man and God. It is a rich term, it is a deep term, it is a confession and commitment to a particular way of life. So we use the word song of thanksgiving, but it, it's richer than just saying, oh, thanks for that, I appreciate that. The, um, we've looked at the structure of many of these psalms, and the structure tonight is a fairly simple structure. It's a threefold structure reflected on your outline this evening. The structure begins by uh, fulfilling the vow to praise. Remember in the, in the lament, When the lament finished, it said in verse 6 of chapter 13, I will sing to you, O Lord. Even though I'm still in distress, I will sing to you. And now the psalmist begins, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up. It fulfills the vow to praise. The second part of the todah is it honestly recalls the distress. uh, Not minimizing the, the, the difficulties that we were in. And then finally, uh, it joyfully reports the deliverance that God has given to us. Tonight we look at a todah, a song of thanksgiving. The psalmist begins, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help and you have healed me. Oh, Lord, you have brought me up, my soul, from Sheol. You restored me to life from those who go down to the pit. He remembers what it was like. He was in the pit of despair, and God drew him out. Lord God, you heard. Lord God, you answered. I was unable to do anything. That was the lament last week. I can't fix this myself. But God, you came, and God, you acted. His focus in these first few verses is all about God. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up. I will rejoice, O God, for I cried to you for help. You healed me. Lord, you brought me up. You restored me to life. God, you acted. I called to you, and you acted on my behalf. He he fulfills his vow to praise the God whom he had called to for mercy. The the laments, as we saw, certainly reference the difficulties we have in this life. And the song of thanksgiving, the the, the todah echoes that. When God takes us through hard times in our families, hard times in relationship, hard times in our vocations, we remember he is faithful and we vow to give him the praise that he so deserves. These psalms of, of a disorientation and reorientation affect the life we have in this life, but also, also are a reflection of our eternal state, a reminder of the truth of God's goodness to us in our spiritual life. He brought us up out of the pit. We who, are, who were wrestling with our sins and unable to do anything about it, He was the one who reached down, who came down and drew us up. It was not that we had the good sense to believe in God, but he came to us and rescued us. To you, O God, alone belong the praise. O Lord, you have brought me up, my soul from Sheol, my soul from the depths. You restored me to life from those who go down to the pit. God has given us life. He has enlightened our eyes. We saw that last week in Psalm 13. Give light to my eyes. Let me live. And now that's exactly what God did. And so the psalmist fulfills his vow to praise God. It's so easy to forget after God has taken us out of difficulties that that we are to praise him. Not not a casual, oh, thanks for saving me, but a commitment, a confession, a fulfilling of the vow to praise. As he fulfills that vow, he calls others to fulfill the vow along with him. Verse 4, sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to His holy name. He calls others to join with Him in fulfilling His vow. The the Todah is a reminder to the saints around us of God's faithfulness to act. That God does hear the prayers of His people. Even, Even if perhaps in our life we are still back in Psalm 13, We are still lamenting. But when someone comes and says, Praise the Lord with me, for He has heard my voice. He's lifted me from the pit. That's an encouragement to us. Even if we are still back in Psalm 13, a reminder, God does hear. God does act. God does answer. We can can witness to the truth of God's willingness to hear the cries of His people. Because we've gone through it. We have seen it. Uh, In my last charge, you know I served in uh, Sioux Center, Iowa and had uh, contact with a number of college students and uh, a lot of them uh, concerned about the cost of Christian higher education and the debt they were getting themselves into, student loan debt, and I could sit down with them and I could say, look, I understand, I get it, but I can witness to you truly there comes an end because I was there. We were deep in that debt, but God graciously took us out of that. We can witness to God's faithfulness how much more in our spiritual life when we have seen the difficulties, when we've seen the hardships, and God takes us out. It's a witness to those around us who may still be in the lament, but an encouragement to them that God is faithful to act. The psalmist draws some beautiful parallels here in verse 5. For his anger is but for a moment and his favor is for a lifetime. His anger is for a moment. When he turns his face, it's for a moment. We said last week, how long, O Lord? How long will you forget me forever? And when we're going through it, it seems like forever. But when God takes us through, we recognize it was, it was a moment in our life. But the favor of God lasts for a lifetime. Helps us put things in proper perspective when we fulfill that vow to praise. Weeping may tarry for the night. Doesn't say weeping's not gonna come, doesn't minimize the weeping. Weeping is there for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Weeping is not the end of our life, there is a joy that comes again. This this song of thanksgiving, this todah, is an encouragement to us tonight. Even if we still are back in Psalm 13, a reminder, God is faithful. He does act. And the psalmist fulfills his vow to praise, calls those around him to praise. Because God is a God whose joy does come in the morning. The psalmist fulfills his vow to praise, And then he goes on to the second part of the todah, and he honestly recalls his distress. Uh, Verse 6, as for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. He remembers back to things were good, and when we get back to when things are good, our tendency is to forget God. He says, look at the change of the pronouns. The beginning of the psalm, it's all about God. Now he says, I said in my prosperity. I won't be moved. I was self-centered. I thought I was in control. But you, oh God, then reminded me it was your favor that made my mountain stand strong. And you hid your face and I was dismayed. It's easy for us to think we are in control of our destiny. But God has only to turn his face away and we are dismayed we are desperate we're in dire straits if he would withhold his favor but for a moment when we go through the difficulties and god has taken us through it's easy for us to look back and say well i guess it wasn't as bad as i thought i i guess you know i i was in distress but it wasn't quite that bad no it was that bad we were hurting we were crying out we were in pain and our God reached down and drew us up, honestly recalling the distress in our reorientation. We remember the disorientation, the depth of our, dep- of our despair that we might reach to the heights of the praise of God. He recalls the distress. He says in verse 8, To you, O Lord, I cry. And to the Lord I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my death if I go to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Remember last time we talked about the psalmist in Psalm 13. Lighten my eyes lest I sleep death. Lest I sleep death, meaning you will not get the praise, O God, which you deserve. And he echoes that here. Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? What profit if I die? You'll be robbed of your glory, God. If I go down to the pit, he recalls the complaint, he recalls the difficulty, he recalls the despair honestly before God that it might lead him to a greater praise. Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me, O Lord, be my helper. The complaint was how long? The complaint was will you forget me forever? He remembers now God has heard. He has answered. He was merciful, and he is the helper of his people. Helper in the temporal things of life, helper in the difficulties we go through in this life, but also helper in our spiritual life. We were overwhelmed by the struggle with our sin, overwhelmed by our depravity, and God acted. He did what we could not do. We honestly recall the distress. We couldn't fix it not the works of our hands, something we could offer to God. He would come down in his own Son, Jesus Christ, to perfectly accomplish everything necessary for our salvation. We talked about this morning about not minimizing our sin. and That's reflected here in the Todah, honestly recalling our distress, not saying, well, it wasn't so bad. I probably could have gotten myself out of it. No, God does what we are unable to do. He saves us from all our iniquities, for all who cry out to Him. And that's the call again tonight. If you are still in the distress of your sin, if you are still overwhelmed because your your sin is like a burden too heavy to bear, then call out to God. Honestly acknowledge your situation and know that He is a God who is faithful to hear, a God who is faithful to answer, a God who does not turn a deaf ear to the cries of His people. He fulfills his vow to praise. He honestly recalls the distress, and then he finishes the todah with reporting God's deliverance, what he did for him. Verse 11. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. And again, the pictures the psalmist uses are so beautiful. You've turned my mourning into into dancing. When God saves, He doesn't save just a little bit. The psalmist doesn't say, you turned my mourning into a little bit less mourning. I was not quite so sorrowful. No, you turned my mourning into dancing. A complete reversal. A full deliverance. Not just a little bit. He says, you have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. Sackcloth, kids, is what you wear to a funeral. The psalmist is as if he's saying, you have taken my funeral clothes and exchanged them for wedding clothes, for celebration. And so I will praise you for you have delivered me. God saves us fully and completely. And it is that fullness of salvation. It is that completion of what God has done that motivates our Todah, motivates our praise to Him, that all of our life might be a confession of God's faithfulness and a commitment to walk in his ways. He says, You've done this for me, verse 12, that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. You've done all these things for me, O God. You took me out of the pit. I vowed I would praise you, and so I do praise you. I recognized there was nothing I could do to save myself, and now, Lord God, to you belongs all the glory and the honor and praise. And he says, I will not be silent. I will not be silent about what you have done. If we truly understand what our God has done for us, if we truly understand that he has taken us from the depths of sin and given us a new life, we cannot be silent. Imagine if you, would, if you were in a, a, a serious a car accident and, uh, and you were trapped inside the car, and you could see uh, there were flames that were coming your way, and then, and then an EMT comes and, and opens the door and, and drags you out to safety, and then you, as you're going away, you see the flames envelop the car and it explodes. We would tell that story to anyone. Look what happened. I was saved from an exploding car. I was saved from the flames. Our God has saved us from the flames of hell itself, and we cannot be silent. But we have to declare what He has done. This Sunday, we are focusing on sanctity of life. Next Sunday begins Mission Emphasis Week, when we focus on on the spread of the gospel and the advancement of God's church and his kingdom. And we will have a a, a missionary come and, and preach to us and speak to us next Sunday, and there'll be events throughout the week to remind us about evangelism. I can think of no better way to truly enter into Mission Emphasis Week than to no longer be silent, but to open our mouths and tell others what God has done for us. If if in the course of that week, we would talk to just one other person, I can't be silent, I have to tell you what God has done for me. I was in the pit and the depths of hell and he redeemed me from that, simply for his good pleasure, because of the work of his son Jesus Christ, we cannot be silent. Oh, that God might open our mouths to to report the deliverance which we have experienced. Oh Lord, my God, I give thanks, I give todah to you forever because you rescued me. I confess your greatness, I confess your glory, I confess what you have done, and I commit myself to living in a way that brings glory to you. Not only in my words, but also in my works to live in a way that honors your holy law, to live in a way that brings praise to you. Oh Lord, my God, I give thanks to you forever throughout my life. The song of thanksgiving, the Todah, addresses our temporal issues, addresses the trials that we face. And tonight, if you are still living in Psalm 13, You can be encouraged by Psalm 30. There does come an end. The psalmist testifies to it. God, you have heard. You have drawn me up. You have answered me. It addresses our temporal life. It addresses our spiritual life. If you are still in the pit of despair because of your sin, then tonight, the Word of God calls us to move from Psalm 13 into Psalm 30, recognizing the finished work of Jesus Christ, embracing Him as Lord and Savior, trusting in what God has done, and then, then in our life, committing to a life of todah, a life of thankful service, commitment, to live as God has called us to. The Psalms take us from orientation to disorientation to reorientation. And in all of that, that it gives voice to our praise to God. May we praise Him, not only tonight with our words, but this week and our life with our works. Let's join together in prayer. Lord our God, we will extol you, for you have drawn us up. You have not let our foes rejoice over us. Lord God, we cried to you for help, and you healed us. You you have brought up our souls from Sheol. You have restored us to life from those who would go down to the pit. Thank you, O God, for being merciful and gracious. Thank you for hearing the cries of your people. Lord God, throughout our life, you move us through these times of orientation and disorientation and reorientation. May we not forget to praise you when you restore us to your favor. May we not minimize the difficulty, but honestly recall the distress we were in and honestly recall your deliverance. And may we commit ourselves once again tonight to not being silent about what you have done but in our words, in our actions, in our life, seeking to bring praise to you. For you are the God who is worthy of all praise. O Lord our God, we will give you thanks, todah, forever. Hear our prayer, for Jesus' sake. Amen.